Good morning, folks. This is Peter Kirsten of Pete's Point here. Well, what a what what a, a false test match between England and Australia. What an injustice uh, weather-wise for not a ball to be bowled on the final day of that test match. England played a brilliant test match and did everything asked of them in knowing that the bad weather was coming the last two days of the test match. And uh, bowled out Australia, well, first of all, won the toss, bowled out Australia, at Old Trafford and uh, went into bat with such positivity. Basball cricket at its best, test cricket. Oh, what a fantastic advert for test cricket. Loved every minute of this test, not just this test, but the whole series, as I'm sure you, you folks too are doing as well. Zach Crawley just played a fantastic 180-odd in this test match, uh, as did Joe Root. And, uh, yeah, Brilliant batting performances by Johnny Bairstow down at number seven as the wicketkeeper batsman, but more about his performances a little bit later in this podcast. I just feel that uh, with Zach Crawley's innings and all credit to um, Brendan McCullum and, and Ben Stokes for sticking with Zach. I think there has been criticism of his uh, getting to 20s and 30s and not going bigger. But he certainly did this time and uh, put England in a magnificent situation in quick time. I think with this type of basketball cricket we're seeing, it saves time, it buys you time to bowl out the opposition twice. But the weather came and sometimes does happen or often happens in England. <laughs> it's scuppered the chances of England winning this test match, which I'm sure they would have. It's easy to speak in hindsight. Yes, fine, they had uh, opportunities to get more wickets the day before when they did get some good, some, some decent weather to play. But uh, all credit to Manus Labeskachny, as the South African uh, saying goes, but we'll call him Manus Labeshain now that he's playing for Australia and has done so successfully. He's not had a great series, but he certainly came to the party on Saturday afternoon and uh, Manus Labeshain picking the right moment to save Australia apart from the weather in this test match. So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, interestingly, though, that uh, it's a, a little incident where he asked the umpire if he could look at the ball um, to just have see what state of the ball the ball was in. And sometimes this was a, a, a quite a controversial moment because I've never recalled in my playing days asking umpires if I could have a look at the ball because it does give the batsman an advantage. As Manus uh, suggested, he asked if he could have a look at the ball just to see the state of it. Would it swing? Would it not swing? James Anderson, we know. And, of course, Mark Wood, all the other England bowlers have been bowling pretty pretty well this whole series, except for one certain moments where the Australia's batters got away with it. And as he admitted, he looked at the ball and he th thought to himself, this ball is going to swing. And so he did. And he, Manus Labuschagne himself, said, well, the very next ball from James Anderson was a big in-swinger. So I think mentally it, it prepared him for, for a lot of swing during that innings. And interesting, in, interesting, Ben Stokes went up to him and said, why did you ask to have a look at the ball? I think we all know the innuendo in that. <laughs> so... You know, I think that, uh, but just an interesting incident moment in that test match. So umpires perhaps need to have a look at that. Is that, an, is that a fair or an unfair advantage for a batsman to, to decide for himself the state of the ball? Will it swing? Won't, will it not swing? As it turned out, he played a very fine innings and got 100. And you could say, yes, save the test match uh, with the weather, of course. But it's been a brilliant series. 
And it's not going to be doubly difficult for England to produce. They're going to have to produce the same type of performance in the final test match. And, of course, Australia have now retained the Ashes. But this next test match, England have got to win it to share the series. No doubt uh, they're going to be trying their level best to do just that. But mentally, to produce another performance like that after a tough four test matches, it's uh, it'll be... If England do win this one, I would just think to myself, wow, what fantastic, brilliant cricket they have played. Um, I think that it's, it's easy to speak after the event because England had their chances in the first Test match. One thinks of Edge Baston, the, uh, the, the controversial declaration by Ben Stokes, uh, costing in quite a number of runs, and of course ended up losing that Test match with a brilliant innings down the order with, by Pat Cummins. So you could say, well, if this had happened in the first two test, three test matches, that had happened, England England should be the side that should be 2-1 up. But so it is. It's not to be. It's Australians that have retained the ashes. And uh, my goodness gracious me, they must have been chuckling to themselves with the shocking weather on Sunday. Not a ball bold. That is the vagaries of cricket, of sport. It's cruel sometimes. Yeah. Johnny Bairstow, his innings of 99 not out. It's terrible being, being left stranded on 99. Doesn't matter what number you bat, but what a, fun, what a fantastic innings. And there was talk before the test match, will he be retained for this particular test match due to his uh, indifferent form with the gloves? The wicketkeeper is probably your most important p uh, player on the field. Very difficult to play the innings like he does. Quite capable, gets this player some magnificent shots. Brilliant innings, and then he goes and takes a great catch and then drops another catch to, I think it was the wicketkeeper Kerry, the Australian keeper, in the Australian second innings, and uh, and so it was to be. But I think, as I said, very difficult for a wicketkeeper to retain the form, batting down at six or seven, and to produce brilliant catches all the time, stumpings, etc., etc. And it's... it's it, Let's not forget a wicketkeeper has to concentrate intensely every single ball because he's behind the wickets and uh, you never know when a batter's going to nick off or he's going to miss or a run out comes or a stumping, that type of thing. We won't speak about stumpings and run outs. We've discussed it at length concerning Johnny Bears though. But uh, I would always pick him and he reminds me big time of Adam Gilchrist, the legendary Australian wicketkeeper batsman. So these kinds of players are, mu are magic they can produce a brilliant innings like he did under pressure and then still expect them to take every catch that comes their way. I remember the great Bob Taylor having played with Bob at Derbyshire for five years. Quality. He was a man of quality. He used to come to me, Don. He used to call me Don. Don't know why. <laughs> Don, it's all about quality. I hit hundreds of balls to Bob just enjoying practicing with him diving to his left, diving to his right. But even the great Bob Taylor could drop catches, and so he did in a, net, in a Benson and Hedges final against Kent, Derbyshire versus Kent, way back in 1978 at Lords. And right next to him was a great slip fielder, the legendary Eddie Barlow, the South African Eddie Barlow, who I played with many, many, many matches during my time in my earlier days. Even Eddie could drop catches at first slip, and he was a great slip fielder. So... Let's let's have a feeling for these these guys who 
your wicket keepers, first, second slip fielders, you never know when that ball comes and it comes at pace. You've got to dive, you've got to concentrate, you have to have intense concentration. I don't care who you are, Johnny Bairstow, Bob Taylor, Eddie Barlow, Adam Gilchrist. I never saw Alan not play too much, but uh, I'm sure if it wasn't for Notty, Bob would have, would have played more test matches for England. So let's spare a thought for, for Johnny Bairstow, England, brilliant England in this last test match. But goodness gracious me, the weather, oh dear. Anyway, this is Peter Kirsten, Kersey, signing off from Pete's Point this week. Have a wonderful week ahead. Bye-bye.